And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And it is that we're into autumn. So autumn's, I think, uh, two weeks away, so maybe one week, 10 days, something like that. It's a few days, but we're late summer, early fall. And this is when gardening is super fun. It's the best time. In fact, Lisa and I, we don't travel sometimes just because it is so pleasant in northern Arizona. We like to get out of here in winter or summer. Uh, but now it's just beautiful gardening. Things are growing wild. They're just doing well. I did notice this week it's starting to get really bad. Not, not to start the show off with negatives, but you need to be aware. Some things to look at. So when we were, when we, when, when Adam and Eve bit the apple, we were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. We were given this one weed that is a bane of all human existence that makes gardening difficult. It's not tumbleweeds. It's not whorehound, goat head, the one that you step on. It's bindweed. It's a wild morning glory. And it starts, it comes back by seed and it shows up late summer through autumn. This is when it wants to crawl up. It just climbs, literally, will, the tendrils will just reach to the top of a six-foot fence. They go out, there's got a cute little uh, flower about the size of a quarter, something like that. Generally white to pinkish hues, generally white. It's called bindweed or wild morning glory. It is famous out in the valley area. So Chino Valley, Skull Valley, uh, seems like valley where it's windy. It The seed, what that, what that flower does, it's a vine, fast, fast growing annual vine. That means it, it comes back by seed only. So it climbs up to the top of a fence and then it has this beautiful flower and then it spews seed everywhere. I mean, one plant can like infect an entire garden or a section of a yard. And so you really want to watch for this fast growing vine that has smaller leaves. I wish I had a picture of that. I should have, should that should have that up there for the for the video folks out there, but just type in bindweed. Uh, it'll take over corn. It'll climb up. The reason they call it bindweed is it grows up and binds or wraps or suffocates corn, roses, I mean, just flowers. It can go up uh, an embankment and then it just reseeds like crazy. So if you see that, you really do want to get on that and don't let it take over. Don't let it reseed. And so I'm very actively going after my bindweed. I don't let it climb up things. Ground covers, it's a little little less invasive. It's harder to find too, but once they start climbing, then they spew seed everywhere. So anything will take it out. Uh, generally, I'm going to use, what I'm using right now is decimate. It's a, it's a competitor to Roundup. I don't like Roundup. In fact, we don't sell Roundup here at Waters Garden Center because it's a glyphosate. Glyphosates have been known to cause health issues. Oh, I'm not going to sell customers things that cause them health issues. I want long-term relationships with my gardeners here in Prescott, Arizona. And plus, if anyone's going to get cancer from glyphosates, it's going to be me, the guy that's selling it for a lifetime. So I'm just not going to do that to myself. Decimate works actually better in the mountains of Arizona because it works when there's these big temperature swings back and forth. Decimate actually works when it's real cold and it kills fast when it's real hot. And so the, the window at which you can use Decimate is much larger 
than, than glyphosate. So the Roundup products, glyphosate type products, they're just a summer killer. So when it's cool out or you get a, it dips real cool in the evening, it just shuts down. The plants, they just don't work. And so it's really just summer and that's it. The other three seasons, spring, summer, fall, uh, spring, <laughs> what is that? Spring, let me go backwards. Winter, fall, it doesn't work or doesn't work as well. It can yellow up and then the plant comes back with a vengeance. Uh, so if you've been up here for a while and you've used some of those Roundup type of products, you realize it's only good for the summer. Decimate's good for any time of year. And it works like within, I mean, you spray a, a bindweed, dandelions, uh, spurge right now. There's this really cute spreading ground cover. It's about a half inch off the ground and has these cute little leaves. No real flowers. It does have flowers. Just they're so small, you can't see them. Uh, but they just spread and they take over areas. All of these annual weeds like open ground. They like to go grow where there's no competition. If you've got a flower bed full of wildflowers, bindweed and, and spurge and some of these others are not going to get in there. They just, they want open, easy, all the sunlight to themselves. And so if, you, if you've got a healthy lawn, they're not going to get in there. If it's sparse and open, they are going to get in there. And so what to do? So spray it with decimate. This is a liquid you spray it up. You mix it up in a watering can. Highly effective per gallon. It, it's, it's less expensive than Roundup, but much, much more effective at this at high altitude. So down in Phoenix, eh, and it's so hot, it doesn't matter as much. Up here in God's country, you kind of want to use better products. And when you see a range, it says, oh, uh, mix two to four ounces per gallon for always go with the higher range, no matter what it is, because the altitude is because that cool, that evening slows things down. And so bump it up a little bit and you'll get more effectiveness. So the last thing I want to do is mix something up. I'll pay any amount to mix something and have it work every time. I'm going to do this myself. I want good quality plants. I want good quality products. And I want them to work the first time. I don't want to guess. I want them to work. And so that's what Decimate does. It just works. Now, for the long term, what do you do? So I've got certain areas where bindweed seems to grow more than other areas. Weeds in general grow more. And it's near my fence lines. So chain link fence, barbed wires, pickets, they tend to grow there more because they can grow up and reach. They can climb and get out of that competition of the other plants. They just climb up to the top and go, I win. I'm above everyone else. Here's my seed. Go and populate. And so they just spread like crazy. They're going to come back by seed every year. If you know that, this is really easy. You just put down weed and grass stopper where those areas are. So this is a granular product. It's a, it's a, a weed preventer. It keeps the seed from germinating. And so I'll sprinkle that in those areas where I've got a lot of, say, tumbleweed or whorehound or spurge or bindweed. All these are summer annuals that come back by seed every year. The roots don't survive through the winter. They just reseed and they come back by seed. If you can prevent the seed from germinating, you get rid of the weeds. And so just like that, you're ahead of it. Takes a season or two, but I'll put down that weed and grass stopper. And pretty shortly, I've instead of an entire fence line full of bindweed, I've got one or two. And then I get ahead of it and there's just none. 
And so just watch for that. Don't let bindweed take over. At first, it looks cute. And then you can't get rid of this stuff. They're so prolific. Don't let them get in your vegetable garden. Or they will wrap themselves up tomato plants, wrap themselves up corn, wrap themselves, suffocate eggplants. Uh, just don't let them get in there. And then it's really hard to get them out of there because they produce so many seeds. So just kind of watch that one. Another one I noticed too, we've had so much rain. My uh, <laughs> Russian sage, it's like a drunken sailor stumbling around the gutters out there. Uh, I'm not putting sailors down. Sorry, the drunken marine. Uh, no, drunken gardener. The, those plants, they just grow up. They got tall, this blue spiky flower shrub. They got all of this water and now they're just like flopping over. So this week, several plants like that. They're really, it's the very drought hardy plants tend to be that way. All I did was I, I took some weight off. I just cut it back a little bit, not, not back to the ground. I just gave it a haircut. Uh, the Russian sage was starting to look a little tall and mangy. Now with all the water, they just, they just fell over with too much water. They're literally drunk. And so if I take some of that water weight off, it's like giving your plants liposuction. Just take a little bit off and they look a lot better. They're real perky and upright. Uh, that, that, do that. Uh, just give them a quick haircut. So I took my hedgers and just took a little weight off and it made all the difference. I just fertilized them. They, boom, they popped right up and they look fabulous. And so as soon as we dry out a little bit, they'll naturally just stay more upright and perky. But don't let those plants look waterlogged. Uh, so got, got a lot more in store for you this, this, this show. So Q&A section with Lisa Waters Lane coming up right after this. 